Hello and welcome back to Ready Gamer One, a podcast for video game and nerd culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornett. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the lawsuit hitting Nintendo regarding the Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch, GameStop announcing their Thanksgiving Day hours and the backlash that that's getting, and we're going to wrap it up by discussing Disney's plans to remove their property from Netflix and create their own streaming service. It's going to be a fun day today. Joining me on this episode is our very own Brandon Loera. Brandon, how's it going? What a... What a, what a fun topic we've got going on today. Oh, dear Lord. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I was going to name it Salty Saturday number three, but I thought, no, it's too too close. We'll, we'll save that one for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this... this it's it's to be expected, and I mean you're probably gonna go off today though, right? Oh, I, I think so. I'm 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 not really thrilled about uh, actually all three of these things really. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, it's gonna be a vengeful vengeful Saturday. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's right. keep going and talk about that Nintendo lawsuit then. So a company named GameVice has filed a lawsuit against Nintendo claiming they stole the idea of the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons from their Wikipad device. So let's let that sink in. Uh, a company called GameVice and their Wikipad. All right, here we go. Anyway, the lawsuit is looking for GameVice to collect damages and demanding a ban on all Nintendo Switch sales. <laughs> okay, this is not the first time a new concept from Nintendo has been met with litigation at all. Uh, the Wii had several random lawsuits on infringement that were thrown out, just people getting jealous and trying to get their names out there. I just think this is another lawsuit to try and get money, and it yeah. never works out. Never works out. I mean, you and I, we're looking at this picture, and it's... uh. Clearly, they stole the design of the Wii U gamepad, and they're like, "Well, let's just put it so we can take the tablet out." So, okay, that's that's fair. Um, it's a unique design, except that when you take the tablet out of this thing, you're left with. I think you actually accurately named it earlier a horseshoe instead of a. a I, I just said a U shape, but no, it's legit a horseshoe. Um, it would probably fit around like an elephant's foot. Uh, this thing is just. It's it's so bulky looking. I mean, it looks just like the Wii U gamepad. And I actually, I uh, I hadn't done this since I uh, got my Switch. But when I've been packing some of my stuff up, I I, I held the Wii U gamepad. I'm like, man, this thing is kind of heavy, and like just so bulky compared to what the Switch is. Oh, it it's it's so gaudy. And the the picture here, it just, I mean, the controls like flare up yeah. at the top. I mean, I don't I don't know what the reason for it. It is, and I mean, I can't even, I honestly, well, okay, I see where it comes off now, but geez, I mean, how big are those Joy-Cons, though, or the or the, the side handles uh, along with the, the bottom U-shape bar thing holding it together? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's got some heft to it, man. Golly, it's a, it's a. It's a brick. Yeah. You know, we're, we're like the only group that stands to benefit, though, if they win that lawsuit right now with us giving a Nintendo Switch away. Because <laughs> we have <laughs> because... it in our possession. <laughs> the price goes up exponentially. Yeah. It goes from being $1,000 to two. No, I'm kidding. That's not I mean, happen. they were already 
uh, you know, hard to come by, and you want to do this to Nintendo Switch? Come on now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't see this. It'll be settled out of court. And honestly, I don't know if it'll even be settled. I think it'll just get thrown out. It's um, it's just another one of these companies that are like, you know, I, I remember those. And these are those companies that you find at like Best, or not Best Buy, but like Big Lots. Uh, that's where like Grandma and Grandpa go. And they're like, oh, this is that video game console that Johnny wanted. And, <laughs> <Is> this- <laughs> right. And then you open it Christmas morning. And you're like, oh, yes, yes. Uh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I can actually, I remember one time where that happened in my life and I, I, you know, thank God my parents raised me to be a little bit better behaved than what I've seen from other children. But, um, I remember I really wanted a Game Boy one year and I think it was my aunt or uncle. I can't remember what combo they gave me. It was uh, one of those old fashioned tiger electronic games and it was a Jurassic Park tiger electronic game. So, I mean, that was like, that was what like soothed it over for me in my head. But I remember like opening and like oh man because they had it in a box and i thought oh yeah this is going to be a game boy i know that this is what it is and it was not and i i know that i remember fighting like feeling disappointed and then like oh oh it's jurassic park okay cool <laughs> so yeah an avocado <laughs> yes <laughs> thanks uh well now i know what to get you for uh for christmas thank you i i did that um <laughs> One year for my uh, uh, my my mom's Christmas uh, present, she got she got something good, and then but at the top of the present, I gave her like an avocado uh, cutter or press thing, and then uh, she was like, "What is this for?" And then I and then it was just an avocado wrapped, and I just I just lost it. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but there was another time when my I had the same uh, same situation happen to my cousin. He got a uh, Xbox 360 instead of an Xbox One, mm. and he just looked at it and, and like and like he got a bunch of games for it too, and uh, like like uh, Grand Theft Auto and a couple of a, a couple of not bad games for it, mm-hmm. and he just looked at them and he had all of it in his hand. He's like, "This isn't an Xbox One, Mom. This isn't what I wanted." And he, and then he just like started getting real upset. I was like, dude, you don't know how much that cost your mom. And like, I, I know it was, I know it was like not the ro- the right thing that he wanted, but dang, dude, you can see the depression in his face. Yeah. It was priceless. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always, I mean, I, I can remember, um, actually as a kid, my aunt would, uh, my one aunt would always give us dress socks. And I hated it as a kid. Like, but she'd always give us like money inside of them. Like, would be like twenty bucks inside the dress socks. So uh-huh. that was always nice. But like, um, I, I I think she thinks it's a joke now. But every year that I don't get dress socks from her, I get a little upset because dress socks are freaking expensive. They are. They really are. I, I it's like I wish I had my gigantic feet that I have now back when I was ten, uh, so I could have at least kept those. <laughs> Or, or like those like really expensive uh, ties, like, or, or the really well made quality oh, yeah. ties are like are like fifty dollars a piece. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, dang. But anyway, I feel like you would be like, like if I was your mom and I got you like Federation Force or something like that. <laughs> I would. I would ask for a divorce. You. You. <laughs> 
I'm your mom, not I, your wife. No, I would divorce my parents at that point and be like, no, oh. we're not affiliated at all. All right, I guess that take, makes sense. Take a different last name. I'll go Smith. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, which, you know, I mean, I, I know we got a little off topic on holiday topic, but let's, let's, let's talk about the, the real reason we should be talking about the holidays, which is GameStop and all the lovely you know, Black Friday deals they're going to have. Nice segue. Yeah. So GameStop is in the news again, but they are in the news for the wrong reasons because everyone's kind of upset with them, justifiably so. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, GameStop has announced uh, that, and, and this is already, like, what what are we, in August when they made this announcement? Uh, they announced that they are planning limited hours of operation on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, when asked why, GameStop released the following statement, to better serve our guests with their evolving holiday shopping needs, this year, GameStop will open its stores for a shortened and limited time on Thanksgiving. Yay. What a crock of absolute horse and I'm gonna, just just ugh. what we needed. Just just what they needed. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh and I was hoping Lucas would have been on because I know that Lucas just actually uh, just ended his job. Yeah, just just finished his job at GameStop, and uh, I'm sure he would have been fun to talk about. But I have a vast history of working for GameStop. I actually have a vast history of first working for EB Games. Oh yeah. Um, which then GameStop bought them out, and I actually I ended up being at the right place at the right time because uh, because I had worked for both companies. I got pushed into being a regional manager between the two brands uh, to help kind of you know mush mush them together. So nice. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Uh, I basically was just really helping a district manager at that point, just really <clears throat> go over that. But I, I got to fire people that were mean to me from EB Games, so that was fun. But that's not the point of the story. <laughs> no. The point of the story is the fact that how are holiday shopping hours even a thing anymore? Let me ask you this, Brandon. How do you do your Christmas shopping? Um, well, after a lot of trial and error, I, I do it as early as possible. So I don't have to go through all that, that busy shopping lines and stuff in Dallas. It's, it's awful. Well, that tells me one, but how do you actually go to stores? Oh, 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 I bet you do all your stuff online. Don't you? You're darn right. I do. Yeah. Prime. Yeah. I, I can order stuff a week before Christmas and still get it delivered in time. That's true. Um, you know, I, when I decide to buy things online, mm-hmm. it's like a week before Christmas, <laughs> and I and I don't have Prime, so it sucks. But ah, okay, um, yeah. For the most part, I do every a lot of a lot of physical shopping, and then sometimes if there's a specific thing I need, I'll be like, oh, online. But um, I think. I'm gonna do Amazon a little bit, a little bit more, and see see what they got going. As long as they don't, you know, cancel anything they got going for me. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I I'm, I stick to online shopping as best that I can. I do not like going uh, shopping. I I don't like going shopping. Period. Um, it's to the point anymore when I go grocery shopping uh, once a week. I just put my uh, earbuds in and just am jamming to music. I've had actually people flip me off. Um. Because I, I'm looking so antisocial. I'm like, really? Why? <laughs> because I don't want to engage in conversation. I mean, I still help people. Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm 6'5". So when I see a little old lady struggling to get something off the top shelf in a store, I, I'm going to take one of my headphones out and say, you know, would you like me to get that down for you? You know, <laughs> I'm not a complete douche. Yeah. 
but it's just like I, I just, legit had a woman flip me off because I was walking at a faster pace with my shopping cart. I have a long stride. Sue me. <laughs> uh, I, I hate those people who are just like traveling at negative miles per hour and just like, dude, oh. what are you doing here? There are people here that need to do stuff that need to get their shopping done. Let's go. Let's go, lady. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I think you've helped figure out why I'm like this because of all my traveling and going through different airports. I, I just, I want to get in and out of everywhere as best that I can. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, you have a strict schedule. Uh, yeah. Anybody who's going to an airport, whether it's pleasure or business, yep. you, you got, you, ha- you got to go to that place yep. and, and the allotted time. Anyway, th- that, that brings like, that makes me think of like those people in the left lane that are going 10 miles under the speed limit and like oh, making yeah. people die. I, don't, <laughs> I, I can go on that tangent for a while, but I'm not going to. Um, but like, but, okay, what, 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 how much money are they losing by, by not doing Thanksgiving? That, um, well, actually you're, you're asking a fair question, but here's the better segue is why open for such a short amount of time? Even their Sunday hours aren't going to, to my understanding, I, I, from what I've read on their GameStop, apparently it's an official subreddit of GameStop. It sounds like the hours are going to be kind of like um, like a 10 to 2 kind of a thing, which is ridiculous. Is it? Uh, I'm assuming 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. They're not even open that short of time on, on a Sunday. Most stores. Um, I feel back... When I was managing, I think our stores were like 12 to 6 or 12 to 7 uh, on Sunday evenings. Um, so it was, it, you know, I, I, I just don't I don't understand this logic because to me it's going to cost more money to uh, operate their stores, to actually have, you know, the terminals on, all the power, the energy, etc. Um, and then who's actually out shopping at GameStop at 10, 10 a.m. On, on Thursday? First on, of all, Thanksgiving. That that's Thanksgiving. Ten to two. That is yeah. prime time Thanksgiving lunch. Just like or making I don't know food. About, that that's prep time for me. Yeah. That I mean that's either that's either making that's either eating or the prep time for it. Yep. And that's where I mean I mean I don't know about you, but my grandma likes to do things real early, so we're there like. <laughs> 10 a.m., you know, getting stuff ready to go. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. It, it would make sense, I guess, and, and, and I hate this. I hate the fact that Black Friday has basically moved up to 12.01. It's Black Friday. Doors should be open at all these stores. I dislike that. Uh, I don't mind the old-fashioned early bird stuff where stuff started at 4 a.m. Um, I mean, it's early, sure, but to me, what would make sense for GameStop if they're going to do that, then open your doors at, like, you know, 11 p.m. You know, and and just segue it for your a longer Black Friday. To me, if I have a manager on duty, and they've been working on Thanksgiving, and they've been in the store for two hours, it's now noon, and they've not made one single sale, I would tell them to shut down and go home, because it's costing more money to operate a store to pay the staff to stand around and do nothing. So unless GameStop is going to have massive sales for for Thursday, which I don't see them having anything that's going to benefit them or, or, or make it like, well, let's have them all come in on Thursday, not Black Friday. It just doesn't make sense. 
you're right. I don't see them getting hardly anything for this. Yeah. Um, and I mean, people are making Black Friday, not even Black Friday anymore. You know, they're they're it's making it Thursday. so early, or it'll be like the entire week, or it'll be yeah. Oh, it's Black Friday month. Here are all the special deals you can get. I'm just like, how far yeah. are we gonna take this? Exactly. I mean, are we going to start having Black Friday in July? <laughs> or well, it would be in June, I guess, wouldn't it? Because we have Christmas in July. <laughs> so I, you know, it just uh, it doesn't make sense. Now, what I do like is being a Prime member um, is the week after. You know, that our Cyber Monday. I should be uh, right, talking right. about because uh, Prime Prime Day itself this year was not very good, but Cyber Monday on Amazon is actually pretty good, and, and Cyber Monday on like Best Buy dot com. Um, even other realtors uh, that have online, like Target, has has had some surprising Cyber Monday deals that are actually better than things that they had in the store on Black Friday. Hmm. There was a, it was a TV, I think it was a Samsung TV that they had. It was like three hundred dollars cheaper online if you waited until Monday than it, it was like two hundred dollars cheaper in the store. It's like for a hundred dollars less on a TV, I think I would wait until Cyber Monday and just you know keep trying to click. Nice, yeah, that's totally worth it. Yeah, just uh, just just a crazy thing. I I I really I feel for for these people. Um, I have a friend that um, you know, and I've worked retail numerous times. I mean, you know, in my thirties, so uh, I've worked many retail jobs until I've settled into my career. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend that has also done that. So what he does on Black Friday or stores that are open even on Thanksgiving is he will go in and and he'll he'll purchase um coffee or make coffee or make baked goods and take it to their employees or a manager on duty saying this is for your staff and i think that is one of the most generous things i've ever seen people do the only other time i've ever seen a, a group organized like that is when i did a, uh, a black friday opening at old navy when i was in college and <laughs> oh god that was insane uh but our our store manager had t- determined she wanted to have it so nobody had thanksgiving food in the store so it was like she had a potluck but she's like i want things that nobody had i don't want turkey i don't want stuffing i don't want any of this i want people to bring meatballs mastacholi other things like that so i mean we had a really good buffet going on I mean, because we all were basically working 12 hour shifts just at different times so it was uh you know when when you have a smart team and i always tried to do that on black friday when i was with gamestop you know i'd make sure that they had pizza in the stores uh, delivered to them or, uh, you know, some, some sort of donuts or something. But, like, hey, we're sorry you're here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, because it's always, uh, it was more so the stores that were actually like in a mall that had more appeal to have more people, more more foot traffic than like the, the like strip mall stores. I would always yeah, make sure that yeah. the mall stores were a little bit more taken care of um, because it's stressful. You have people, I mean, I, I remember when I was opening one of the stores once, I had people like pushing me as I'm unlocking the gate. And I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, you can go to the end of the line if you want, but don't push me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people get so v- evil and vengeful. And it's like uh, when we opened the gate, I mean, they it was it's just like when you watch all those videos of people running into Walmart or Target on Black Friday. And it's it's a freaking stampede. And it's like. I remember never having anything that important at GameStop. We we always it was like a voucher system. Like we would go out like ten minutes before we opened the store, and we would give people in line vouchers for what they were in line for. So it would be less chaotic. Ugh, it's just an apocalypse during that yeah. day. Absolutely, absolutely awful. Yeah. I will I will not 
go out that day. It, it will be all online for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's how I am. Well, um, now that we're done talking about upsetting people, um, let's let's talk about some more upsetting things. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> Disney. Uh, Disney shenanigans. Disney uh, announced this week by the end of 2018, they're taking all their material from uh, Netflix in order to make their own streaming service in mm-hmm. 2019 because that's always a good idea. Let's just split everything <laughs> off uh, for no reason and just have everybody pay a small fortune yep. uh, for Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, uh, HBO, HBO, CBS, NBC, uh, C- <laughs> CBS. Mean, oh my Fox. god! Um, so the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, Eager, uh, don't know. Uh, but I actually actually met the man um, in New York one time um, but you don't know his name no not at all um he seemed like an okay dude you just call him bob. uh just bob uh <laughs> he said that while disney still had a good relationship with netflix um disney is still moving forward with their own service and what that means is that he's a money-grubbing fool and he will learn the error of his ways um titles that will be removed are anything under the Walt Disney Pictures and Pixar banners. So all your superhero movies, all... Well, actually, hold on on that. So that Why? that that has not been confirmed yet regarding Marvel. It doesn't it doesn't matter. If if anything is owned by Disney, it's being taken down. They actually have announced that they are still because you got to think about that. Netflix has a partnership with Marvel in regards to like look at Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Those are exclusive Netflix titles. So Netflix still owns part of the rights. Um, so there's there's a little bit of wishy-washy there. So they're still trying to figure out how they're going to do that logistically. Well, um, I guess. But, but yeah. I mean, if Netflix has that exclusive ownership of, or, you know, not exclusive, but some of the ownership to those type of shows, Jessica Jones and um, what was the other one? Uh, let's see. There's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, and then Luke they're all Cage. forming the Defenders, which is coming out in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think those will be fine. I'm, I guess, I'm talking about the ones that are strictly Disney-owned. Yeah, um, like Civil War and Doctor Strange. Those will probably be coming off. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate. Luckily, I just saw Doctor Strange on Netflix not too long ago. Good movie. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um. Let's see. Uh, while Disney acquired Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm, uh, no word has been said about the fate of the Marvel films, as well as the Star Wars-related things. Um, I think Rogue One is on there right now, and, and I think I, well, I don't know where the Clone Wars falls. Um, the animated series, yeah, because that was that was owned by Cartoon Network. So I I don't know if when Disney bought Lucasfilm, if that included them then now owning. Uh, oh, dude. The Clone Wars. I would be so upset if they get rid of that. Do you realize how many times I've watched that? Is that one of your rewatch shows? Yes. Yeah. That that, and The Office and yep. Star Trek. Those are those are my rewatch. So oh, my God. Star I Trek is probably going to come off of Netflix. Star Trek will probably end up going to CBS because CBS will end up owning the rights to the new Star Trek series, which I think CBS is paramount. Um, 
you know, I, I noticed this kind of a weird shift happening. Um, it was actually just about a month or two months ago when a lot of Fox shows left Netflix because Fox, uh, I don't know if Fox has formally announced that that's what they're doing, but Fox will have a streaming service probably relatively soon. Um, CBS is, we already know is in the works because I think if you purchase the CBS Expo Pass or whatever they're calling it, you will, um, is it the first two episodes of the new Star Trek series? It's the first couple episodes of the new Star Trek series before it even airs on live TV. Uh, you'll be able to stream. Um, but Bob's Burgers, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Dollhouse, Firefly, all of these iconic f- Fox shows that I used to watch, uh, I can only now get on Hulu, uh, which I'm fine with because I still have a Hulu account. But Netflix's original programming has not done wonders for me. I mean, Stranger Things is about the the tip of that for me. Um, Castlevania was great, but I don't know if it's enough for me to keep it anymore. House of Cards. Um, House of Cards was good, but I, you know, I, House of Cards is one of those things I just can't go back and rewatch. Like I've I've rewatched Castlevania, I've rewatched Stranger Things. Uh, House of Cards is just one of those things that I've watched it. It was good. Um, I don't need to see it again. I know they have a bunch of originals. I just can't. I can't think of them right now. Like Narcos, uh, then Marco. Yeah, uh, Black Mirror, which was a BBC. Uh, basically, Black Mirror is like a, the, a modern adaptation of uh, the Twilight Zone, and it's fantastic. If you've not watched Black Mirror, uh, I the, haven't. The new season that they that it's the Netflix season. There were two seasons on the BBC, and then Netflix acquired the series. The new season has uh, an episode with Bryce Dallas Howard. It's like the first episode in there, and it's oh. about like the. Uh, <laughs> it, it she she's in this world where. Uh, your value is uh, based on your social networking, your your likes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's so real to what is going on, and it, it like what happens when you fall off the social media ladder and all the rungs and everything. It's like, man, <laughs> gotta be so poor. Yeah. So I mean, because she's trying to get into a nicer house and she has to have so many likes to get to the next thing, and it's like, this is this is really kind of creepy because this is a way the future could go. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, I can, it, it's it's totally viable. I I I mean, I, I'm not not saying I'd be down, but yeah. it, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and Hulu has a series like that too. Um, I think it's called like the 404 or something like that. Um, Patton Oswalt did an episode of that too. Oh, cool. So, and, and, and for Hulu original series, um, there's not been anything that's really caught my attention. Now, I will say that the Hulu documentaries have been pretty good. I just watched um the documentary about becoming bond and that is a it's all about george lazenby and george lazenby only played james bond in one film um so it's just it's a fascinating uh documentary it's a little bit of a documentary meets mockumentary because they you know they recreate a couple things um so it it was it was interesting uh and then you know amazon um amazon hasn't had catastrophic is probably the only thing i like on amazon um, I think it's Rob Delaney. Carrie Fisher was on that. He, she played his mom. Other than that, the streaming services as a whole, there's nothing that's reeled me in. Now, like when Fox announces that, you know, Bob's Burgers will only be available on the Fox streaming service. Okay, fine. Now, I'm 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 good with Fox if they do that because I'm really excited for no. Seth MacFarlane's new show, The Orville. 
<laughs> you already know how excited I am about that. Exactly. I mean, because I know that you like Star Trek, and, and this this is a proper spoof, and it, especially with Seth MacFarlane helming it. And for people that don't understand this, Seth MacFarlane actually produced the most recent version of Cosmos. Uh, Seth MacFarlane is a big believer in in space research and and and, and whatnot, uh, and that probably comes from growing up being a, a Star Trek kid. Cast me. Yeah, I would. I would. I would campaign for that for you Cast me. um oh god when but it looks very out? promising uh september starts uh september dude where's that where is it is that it is that fox too yeah that'll be on of fox course, fox actually looks to have a couple good things because they also have ghosted i think that's the name of the show uh where it's uh adam scott and craig robinson uh so you know i have adam scott from parks and rec and then craig robinson who played daryl on the office and they're playing kind of like this uh, Mulder Scully kind of couple and um, they're dealing with the world of paranormal only looks a little bit more spoof oh. than uh, than the X-Files and of course the X-Files is coming back as well <clears throat> for another season and I loved that as a kid I actually just don't see that doing well so I well I, I was looking at something on Hulu though because uh I, I I was looking for one of the add-ons because I've had a lot of people that when I've talked to them um, recently and, you know, meeting new people, and they're like, you know, you, you must really love uh, Game of Thrones. No, I don't watch it. Uh, why, why did they say that about you? Because I own a Zelda website. <laughs> so clearly, okay. I, you know, I, I, I live in the fantasy world. And I don't think that that's the direct correlation. I don't, you know, but because I enjoy that culture. I enjoy Lord of the Rings. I enjoy... Uh, adventure sci-fi fantasy i mean so it would make logical sense that that would be something in my realm except that i watched the first season and i thought wow there's just too much penis going on up in here so i i've just you know i'm i'm, I'm still there's barely any penis in game of thrones it's mostly boobies i don't know i i felt that in season one the penis to boob ratio was not was not where it should be the <clears throat> so. the, the the person asking you that is like me asking you, oh, you like Sonic, so you must grow potatoes. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's a, the analogy. Yeah, and then I, you know, I I, I then turn it into vodka. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, li- listen. Yeah. Out of all of these streaming services, yes. I'll give you. I'll 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 let you in on a bet. Okay. Um, I'm still saying that the you know, original Netflix, Netflix, like holding all these things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're like, Oh man, this is, this is profitable. Let's branch out and do our own thing. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't realize that them doing that is going, I think to hurt them more than it's going to profit them. Uh, and you mean like this is going to hurt Disney by stepping away from Netflix? Is that what you're saying? I mean, they have money. I mean that's 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 not it's not like they're going to go bankrupt or anything. Yeah, it's it'd, just it'd take Disney a long time to go bankrupt. <laughs> I yeah, I just feel that it's not a smart move. They'll realize, I mean they'll go off for a couple of years, but then they'll realize, you know what? We were better off on Netflix and we'll just do contracts through them. And I I mean honestly, I don't know about anybody else, but there's not a lot of people who are going to pay 10 different subscriptions. It's too much to worry about. I want everything under one banner, and that was under Netflix. And since it started with Netflix, I am going to stay with Netflix, and yep. I'm not going anywhere else. And they're going to know, and they're going to see 
that it, it was the wrong move, wrong play. So I was actually looking at this uh, just the other night on Hulu, and it was about uh, I can add on services. I can add on HBO. I can add on Showtime. I can add on Cinemax. And that, you know, it's to me, I don't know if that means I'm getting like HBO Go and the actual apps so much as I think I'm just getting the channel. But now for $39 a month or for $43, it was $43, $44 for no commercials. I can then add on live TV and then 50 other channels. And that's from Hulu. And that's a really appealing offer because I actually, I, I'm, I'm moving out of an area where Charter is not able to service me. And Charter, I think, has the best rate for no cable plan. All I have is a modem from them. And I think that's costing me $40 a month. Um, I have to go through Comcast now. And Comcast, I have to, in order to have internet, at least at a reasonable price, I have to double that up with a cable box. Because if I went to internet only, it would end up costing me $30 more a month. And that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I think it's because Comcast is looking ahead and thinking, no, you're just going to use that to stream. So then if I if they lure me into a cable package, then I'm going to be less likely to spend money at Hulu for what they're offering. That's how they get you. It, it is. And it's it's going to be a very interesting game the next few, uh, few years, probably. I was going to say few months, but really a few years. Comcast. I don't. I don't know how they're still up. They're, I feel like they're going to go down. I mean, I, I know that's random, but I feel like they've been in the game for a while, and they just sound like an old name, like Southwestern Bell, you know, or Netscape. I don't even. I yeah yeah. <laughs> There's a throwback for everybody. Goodness. <laughs> All right, or no, uh, what was the old one that you used to give? Uh, Net Zero. Net Zero was the other one. You know what? Oh yeah, that's right. You used to get um, free internet from them. Oh my gosh, their commercials were so cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so gross. Um, <laughs> you know, Blockbuster. I think the last Blockbuster is in Texas. I think. Well, that would be a appropriate place to have your last stand. That's right, Ben. That's right. <laughs> you know the Alamos down there. Remember the Alamo? Hey, remember the Blockbuster. Remember the blockbuster. It's going to be a walking museum. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it is at this point, right? Uh, I mean, it has to be. Yeah, kind of. What are these cassette things? What? What? This is very big and bulky. Um, what? Yeah. What does this do? Are those holes for dips for your chips? Yeah, you know, actually, that that I I ran into this problem. Uh, so my brother has a five year old daughter, and in my uh, so it's actually my old bedroom at my parents' house. Uh, my mom keeps all of the old Disney films that we, we had as, uh, when we were children. And Maggie sees these and, and she's like, oh, you know, I, I recognize, you know, that logo or whatever. And so she wants to watch it and because she, she's thinking it's a disc. And then she opens it. She's like, what is this? Mm. And I said, well, this, this is technology from the old days. Well, how does it work? And I said, I can't even remember anymore. VHS? You can't remember how to work VHS? Well, no, I know how to work it, but I, I, I didn't know if she wanted me to explain it. Like, how does the picture get there? Because I, I, I opened up the cassette and showed her the, the, the tape that was in there. Because she thought it was like scotch tape. I was like, no, oh, that's that's oh, not what God. this is. It's film. <laughs> I said, this is like please, a camera. Please don't break that. So uh, it, was, it was very, it was one of those moments where I was like, man, uh, I now feel like a tour guide at a museum. Uh, and I feel mildly insulted by a child 
so of course, after she saw how it worked, she's like, okay, no, let's just watch something on. Can you, can you put something on the TV? I said, sure. Not a problem. So then I put Netflix on and, uh, put, put the kids stuff on. I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can honestly, I remember we used to have a Betamax. That's, that's how far back I can remember. Yermy. Yeah. And of course, you know, Betamax, uh, uh, that was what lost out to VHS. And, uh, you know, I, I remember, do you remember Laserdisc? Yeah. Man, oh man. Everyone thought that was catching on and they're like, no, we can put them on smaller discs that are the size of CDs and except they hold more data. And then <laughs> DVDs exploded. And then actually we, we live in a time where we actually lived through that again because, uh, you remember when 360 came out with all the, uh, it was Super DVD, I think was what it was. And Xbox it was, 360? Yeah. They okay. well because it was that was the only disc you couldn't put Blu-ray on there, but you could put Blu-ray in um in the PlayStation in PlayStation Three. Um, uh, yeah. But Xbox, um, they had like basically doubled down, like no, you know, Super DVD is where it's going to be. Well, no, Blu-ray won that out big time. They're basically the same disc. Um, but man, that just. <laughs> What an exciting time. I remember my uh, my old, uh, he was never my official roommate, but good friend and neighbor in the dorms. Um, he had a 360 and he had a lot of those movies on Super DVD. I was like, oh, um, uh-huh. was, you know, this is in my piracy days. So I'm like, who cares? Oh, obsolete. But <laughs> just, there's, just there's something, um, there's another one after Blu-ray that they've been making. What is replacing Blu-ray? Well, you know, they, they say they could do it, but. At this point, they're like, "Well, I feel like we've reached the tippy top of 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 CD type stuff." Um, and just because maybe like there's too many out there or something, I don't know. But yeah. I, that that didn't seem to stop them for VHS, so I don't know. Um, I don't know, but there is definitely one that they said they're like, "Oh man, you think Blu-ray is cool? Well, we have something that's like ten times better." Well, I mean, look I'm at like, the Switch. I mean, that's all on cartridge. It's all on basically SD cards. I mean, we we True. can put a lot on SD cards anymore. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes the shift. But I really think the shift, and I was explaining this to my mom because uh, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and I, I bought that on streaming. And, of course, she thought, she's like, Ben, you, 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 I thought you stopped pirating things. I'm like, this, I didn't pirate this. I, I purchased this. <laughs> um, so I showed her my Amazon library. And she said, oh, you have all these movies? I said, yeah. She said, well, well. Can I borrow them? I, I said, you know, that's the one downfall to Amazon is that I can't like click on a film and say send to and let somebody have like 48 hours of viewing on a movie I bought, um, which is kind of crappy. Uh, I mean, I could just give them my password. Sure. But of course, then that gives them my password to Amazon, which has a crap ton of uh, information that I don't want, you know, getting out. That's true. <laughs> but that's your mom, though. Fair enough. But, um, <laughs> you know. If she leaves my I'm account, I'm gonna ruin in. Ben's life. Right. Well, I mean, that's the one thing because they actually they have they have Fire Sticks and they have accidentally purchased things on Amazon, not paying attention to the fact that it wasn't available on Prime for free with their Prime sub- subscription. So they they've ended up buying like seasons of TV shows that they only wanted to watch an episode of, and now they own like season one of some show that they're never gonna watch. Uh huh. That's that's like the one downfall to Amazon Prime and the Prime Stick or the Fire Stick, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's nice to be able to have all those films right there because I can put them on my my mobile device. I can put them on, uh, you know, my my tablet. Hopefully, my Switch. <laughs> we'll see. 
Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> oh, Disney. Disney, Disney, Disney. Uh, but, you, you know, at the end of the day, I, 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 I'm not opposed to what Disney's trying to do. I understand it and I get it. Um, I, I, I don't disagree with what you said, though. The average person is not going to spend $10 here, $10 here, $10 here, $12 here, $14 there for all these various subscriptions because at that point they're opening different apps at all times and that's going to be terrible to navigate. It's all about convenience and if you're going to make it harder for the consumer, no. We'll just go back to where we usually go to. Exactly. So... I don't know. It's it, it's a fascinating time to see what's going on with streaming services and and to see what's going to win out uh, and be the oh, next sure. big thing. Um, but I don't know. And you know, the only channel that's really not mentioned anything about joining streaming services, which you know, of course, it's ABC, uh, which is owned by Disney. <laughs> so I would uh, like to think uh, that when uh, when Disney does this, I'm I'm assuming that most of their streaming services, and this would be appealing to me because I miss watching Castle. I, I liked that show. I would like to watch repeats of it. And I don't have TNT, which I know the TNT plays all the episodes of Castle. And that's great. Or at least they did. Um, but if I were able to then purchase or go through a streaming service like that, where I owned them and had them on a device and could port them to different devices, then that, that makes me happy. Because I've kind of migrated away from the disc. I have Blu-ray films, sure. But anymore, what happens when you open a new Blu-ray? You see a little insert inside there that says, go here to download your digital copy of the same film. Mm-hmm. I own like three copies of Jurassic World. I have yeah. Jurassic World on Amazon. I have a physical copy of Jurassic World. And with that physical copy came a digital download. So it's like, mm. when am I ever going to need two versions? I mean, you know, I have the, I, I have the disc version of it because it was a collector's edition. And, you know, I'm a big Jurassic Park person. So, you know, hey. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to watch it ASAP. So as soon as it became streaming, I, I downloaded it. And that's the same with guardians of the galaxy. You know, I, I purchased both on Amazon streaming. I don't have physical copies of that, but that's where yeah. my Xbox comes in handy. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Lord knows I don't play any game. I, I actually <laughs> was playing uh South park, the stick of truth this morning. So, Ugh, man, yep. Gotta get with the times, Ben. Uh, well, you know, the fractured butthole is coming out soon, so getting ready. Yep. Getting ready. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of Ready Gamer 1. Be sure to follow uh, ours and the Hyrule Herald social media starting Monday, August 14th. That's just in a couple days. Our Switch for Sunshine fundraiser will start on Monday, and by donating a dollar, you're entered to win a Nintendo Switch, among other awesome prizes. Um, you know, Brian from Nintendo Holics, he actually uh, he works for a t-shirt group, and he's actually he's throwing two t-shirts our way to give away too. And I have a certain idea of what I want to do to give those away. So, um, so that's kind of nice. Uh, speaking of Nintendo Holics, shout out to our friends over there. Thanks for listening and your support. Uh, for you who are listening that aren't in the group, if you would like an invite, just uh, leave us a message. We'll uh, we'll give you the secret password to get into that club. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you to Rob at GameLust. Check out GameLust for all your video game news, www.gamelust.com. Until next time, I'm Ben Cornett, he's Brandon Laura, and this is Ready Gamer 1. Take care of each other out there. Adios. Thank you.